Alabama Connection. All right, the Alabama Connection to our ministers that are part of that family. Uh, and so we're just thankful to the Lord uh, for all of our ministers. And you already know about Minister Willie Wilson, who's been, uh, that's the ear somebody's been bugging, buzzing around all day long. Amen. <laughs> so they're trying to keep him on. So we're thankful to the Lord. Um, and uh, let me get you to change that. His proper name is Anthony. Amen. Uh, uh, a lot of us, a lot of all, all of us are from the south. All of us is from the south. All of us is from the south. All of us is from the south. And if you weren't born in the south, your folks came from the south. Amen. We got a connection. And so all of us got some nicknames. Babra, sweet, Sweetness, Sweet Tea, Ainy Uncle, amen. We, we got all these nicknames, so that's his nickname, but his real name is Anthony L. Small. Uh, he is the second pastor of the uh, Starlight Baptist Church, which Dr. Edward Small, who was pastor emeritus, was the first pastor. And uh, he has been pastoring that, uh, taking over the reins, the, the exchange uh, or the baton for the last uh, 18 or so months. All right. uh, he is uh, the son of Dr. Edward Small and Teretha, Mother Teresa Small, who's gone home to be with the Lord. Uh, he is uh, the Axel, the last, he's the baby preacher. But he is our pastor, Pastor Michael Duane, as others pastor at this time. Uh, he has served the community running from preaching and the Detective Bureau of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, he has also served in East Cleveland, but uh, the Lord uh, uh, said it's about time that, uh, that the shift has to be made. And so the Lord brought him and retired him um, uh, from the detective department from Cleveland, Ohio, and brought him into uh, the ministry. And uh, he has been there for a long time. Even while he was a detective, he was still preaching the gospel. Yes, but God prepared him for the baton exchange, which took place over 18 months ago. And Dad uh, stepped back and allowed him to come forward. And he is now the second pastor, uh, my pastor, of the Starlight Baptist Church. And you may say, well, who are you? Uh, I am the Reverend Dr. Carl Perry Small, uh, the pastor of the Second Baptist Church in Elyria, Ohio. Uh, I am also a part of your National Baptist Sunday School Publishing Board, uh, where we uh, have our own uh, people of color that do our writing as well as our printing. And so uh, we are part of that staff, the small team is a part of that staff. And we are entrepreneurs. And so uh, I'm gonna tell the IT person, when you get finished, I want that uh, video, amen. Uh, uh, because I can hook it up in my class this week uh, that I'm teaching, but uh, not because of me, but because of our father who has raised us in the house of the Lord. But I didn't come here for all that. I came to uh, introduce to you um, my pastor, uh, my brother, uh, Pastor Anthony uh, L. Small, uh, who has been a blessing uh, to me 
and we have blessed each other. We have uh, always encouraged, and he keeps on telling us, uh, Pastor Michael and me, that y'all didn't tell me that it, it took all this to be pastor. <laughs> and we keep telling him, as long as you keep that figure of the, of the poster where you keep shooting and recertifying yourself to carry a weapon, they won't get on you as bad as they got on us. <laughs> Some of y'all don't understand. If you've never been to the gun range, he still has, he's still licensed to carry. <laughs> Amen. And so he don't have as much problems as we have. Uh, he can just put it up on the table. And so we are thankful to the Lord uh, for this, the second pastor of the Starlight Baptist Church, as he comes and shares with you in his own way. Again, we thank this church for allowing us, as a family of baptized believers uh, that are all over the United States, to come and to be able to show you that the same Jesus that you're worshiping is the same Jesus that our family is worshiping. Hear ye him, Pastor Anthony Small. Hear ye him. Grace and peace be unto you, my brothers and sisters, from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Will all of my blood family please stand up to Isom Kennedy? Amen. 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 You may be seated. Thank you so much. I'm so privileged to have the honor. And when I come to go to see my two friends here still on the musician stand. Amen. It's hard to keep a musician in the black church. Amen. They want more money than the pastor sometimes. Amen. Amen. And I'm just so glad to be here. Come on, just give my father a hand of praise, Dr. Edward Small. Amen. Come on, you can do better than that. Amen. He's a legend in his own right. Amen. He has made preaching hard. So those of you that know my dad, when he used to come down here and preach for GQ, George Quincy Brown, I'm not him. I'm his son. <laughs> Amen. And like I told people, you give me 10 minutes, I'll be finished. All right. Amen. Amen. First giving uh, praises to your pastor. Uh, Dr. Ventus, amen. Come on, give him a hand of praise. Thank him for the privilege and the honor just to come behind his sacred desk. He didn't have to, uh, but he did. And he called me uh, three to four times to make sure he got me and make sure that I got everything I needed. I said, Doc, only thing you need to do is give me a mic. I got the Bible. We'll be ready to go. But I'm glad he's taking a vacation. And if he doesn't, the deacons need to make sure he takes one every three months. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? One every three months. Or he'll go crazy. Amen. When you ask what's wrong with pastor, he's just having a problem. He's going through it. Amos 5. Amos 5 and 21. 
Those of you that can stand would stand with me. And then that reads these words, I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell them in the solemn of your assembly. Though ye offer me burnt offerings and meat offerings, I will not accept them, neither will I regard the peace of your offerings of your fat beasts. Take thou away from me the noise of thy songs, for I will not hear the melodies of thy vows, but let judgment run down as water and righteousness as a mighty stream. Have you offered unto me sacrifice and offering in the wilderness 40 years, O house of Israel? Turn to your neighbor to your left or your right and speak these words. Keep my name, Keep my name. Out, your mouth. out your mouth. Come on, look on the other side. Come on, look on the other side. Look on the other side and tell your other neighbor, keep your name, keep my name out your mouth. Oh, oh, amazing. your mouth. Uh, I was puzzled, I was puzzled, I was puzzled coming down here when Willie and Pactor, Pastor was trying to track me down. I said, why me? Uh, Mike's one of the best preachers, Carl's next, and you got Reverend Love, and, and you got Willie himself, and then you got Chicago preaching, 
Why me? I'm one of the most roughest ones. I'll tell it like it is. You may not want to hear it, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Amen. But when I looked at this text, and coming to the family reunion, you know, we got by this family reunion without any shots fired. Nobody got cut. And as far as I know, nobody got slapped. But I can hear my aunties and my big mom and Aunt Suge and, 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 and uh, Bola saying, keep my name out your mouth. Uh, we say that because people seem to get on our nerves. They say things that agitate us. There are some folks within our area that know what button to push. And, they, and when they know the button to push, they just keep on pushing it until they get you to say something. Somebody ought to say amen. I know what I'm talking about. And, and sometimes we have to tell them, keep my name out of your mouth. There's so much that is going on in just our families alone. It's hard being a Christian. Now I got to put up with family mess. It's hard trying not to slap a brother or a sister. Try to keep your calm in the midst of a heated situation. And, and I've come to find out that if I just tell you, keep my name out your mouth, meaning that the next time you say something may be some repercussions. Talk to somebody in here. Tell, it may be some moving of furniture. I wish I had a witness up in here. Know what I... I was talking about because of our Christianity. It, it hinders us from doing what worldly folks would do. For when I look at the word of God, it said, be ye conformed, not transformed, but by the renewing of our mind. See, even if I want to do, God tell me I can't do it. But when I look at this text, Amos is preaching to the children of Israel, telling them, what thus said the Lord. And when we get down to this verse, God is tired of their mess. Some of us, God has blessed us over and over again. You used to come up and beat up jalopies. Now you're pulling up in Cadillacs and Lincolns. I even seen a big yellow Hummer out there. You, we got fine cars, but yet still, you don't give God what's his. Some of our families, can I just talk about the family a minute? Give me about two more minutes, I'll be finished. The families, don't raise families like we used to. Some of us, some of us are allowing the television and the radios to, and even internet to train our children. We're trying to tell them how they should live instead of the mother and the father doing their job. I come to find out my brothers and sisters as a police officer for 36 years, the most that I have done with was those fatherless families, those single parent homes where the father had abandoned the children. And I've come to find out that they come across my desk more than double family children. But not to say that a single mother or father cannot raise their home. They need to stick with the word of God. Where it says, spare the rod, spoil the child. 
I've come to find out, my brothers and sisters, that we have allowed the world to raise our children. This takes away our character as a people. That's why most folks are afraid of black folks. I'm even afraid of Negroes and Negrettes that come down the street. Because I don't know who taught them or who have trained them. Some of them look so crazy now. I, I wonder, is your daddy even in the house? And then their attitudes, look at somebody say their attitudes. Their attitudes are jacked up from the floor. I heard a girl couldn't be no more than 10, had more MFs coming out her mouth than I could hear the ABCs doing anything else. And I had to stand up on my porch. My wife used to say that I wouldn't speak. I'm speaking to everyone that come past. My, I want them to know that it is a man of God that stays at this house. I'm not afraid of what somebody else may say about me. My attitude got to be a part of that. I am here to tell you that's not what God likes. If Israel had only listened to Amos when they told them what God so desires of them. But we as a family of God must come together to raise our people. Some of our adults need to be trained. We need to get rid of that thing talking about you can't teach your old dog new tricks. You can teach them. You never stop learning. You always learning. I told my staff when I took over Starlight, I won't be calling you, I'll be texting you. And one of my deacons, loving the death, said, well, I don't know how to text. I said, well, when I text you, what to say? Only thing you got to put in on there is a Y for yes and an N for no. And if you have a question, put a question mark in your response. It's not that you can't learn. You just don't try to learn. And because you have all of this technical uh, and all of this media information, though the world is using it for themselves, you can use it for God. I come to find out that my attitude must be that of accepting the word of God. The prophet Amos vigorously spoke and told them, you have forgot where you come from. My brothers and sisters, we have forgotten where we came from. Some of us came out of the hills of Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Georgia, and we came from Virginia, North Carolina, but you forgot what it took to get you here. Grandma said you need a praying spirit. We need to turn our lives over to God. My brothers and sisters, our lifestyle needs to change. It's not that we want the best for our children because we didn't have it. But look at your life and see how far God has brought you just on meager fares. It's not that we had everything that we needed. But when I look back over my life, sometimes I realize well, how we came up, that God has blessed us but I don't want to get to the place where God has been keeping care of me all of this time. And then he turns his back on me because I have not been doing what he wants me to do. Look at somebody say, neighbor, 
I don't want the Lord to turn his back on me. That's what he's telling Israel right now. I despise your feast offerings. Meaning, uh, don't tell folks uh, how much you love God uh, and you can't even love thy neighbor. There's a song that's sung, what if God is not happy with our praise? What if God is uh, not pleased with the words that we say? What if he takes away his love and his spirit from above? What if God is unhappy with our praise? What if God is unhappy with the way that we live? What if God is unhappy about the way we give? I just want to give you a, a little bit today. If you're not going to love God, God's saying keep his name out of your mouth. I don't know about you, but the Lord has done so much for me. You don't mind if I testify just a little bit? He woke me up this morning. He started me on my way. It's by his grace that I'm here today. Look at somebody say, neighbor, keep on praising God. Luke 6 and 46 says, and why do you call me Lord? And you don't even do a thing I say. There's too many of us walking around uh, like we're holy, holy. And, and we live and we sleep with God. Uh, but as soon as we leave these four walls, uh, we'll turn around and cuss and bless a neighbor out. Uh, God wants us to be uh, his children, to serve him uh, every day of our life. Uh, Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Do I have any Christians here that don't mind praising the Lord, telling somebody God's been good to us every day of our life? I want to leave you with this thing here. Big Mama used to sing, I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what your situations that you may be in. But whatever you do to your sisters and your brothers, tell them just let it be real. Let your worship be real. Let your praise be real. Real. For he can fill it up in heaven. Don't let God turn his back on you because he's been good to us. Grab your neighbor by the hand and tell him, neighbor, God's been good to us. He's been real good to us. He didn't keep us from danger seen and unseen. He didn't keep us from sickness and pain. He kept us all night long. He kept us when we didn't feel like going on. I serve a God that is able. I don't want him to turn his face from me. I don't want him to say, Tony, 
get away from me if you love me feed my sheep if you love me feed my lamb if you love me love those that's when they you and that hate you and try to dig a ditch for you I wish I had a witness here that wouldn't mind telling somebody I'm gonna serve the Lord every day of my life I'm gonna serve him in the morning and in the noonday he's been good to me he keeps me he keeps me from all hurt and danger I'm gonna run and shout tell everybody God is good God is good yeah yeah why you gonna tell him that small for one Friday he was on the cross just for you and I they pierced his side they ribbed his hand they ribbed his feet he hung his head and then he died but look at your neighbor Squeeze their hand real tight. Tell them early, early, early. Look at your name and say, keep my name out your mouth. The application of the text is, I want to stay a Christian. Don't let me go back to being what I used to be. I love God and what he has done for me. I don't want him to turn his face from me. You know what my daddy tell me all the time? He said, Tony, whatever you do, don't mess up my name. <laughs> That's all God is saying to you. Look at your neighbor, grab them in their hand real tight. Come on, Pastor Mike. Grab them real tight. I know if you didn't.